Jazz. Jam. Can we talk about something really quick? <laughs> yes. So I am Jazz. I'm Jam. And this is Talking Over Each Other, episode one. I think what we're going to talk about today is somebody commented on my Instagram post when we were asking um, for topics. topics. And names. Yeah. Uh, they mentioned something that I had talked about. I had talked about in my uh, in my Shine Theory video I made in the summer. And they used a really incredible word. Was it tangently? I wanna I wanna read out what they said mm-hmm. because it was really clever and eloquent. And I would like to get it right. Do them some justice. Lucy Maud said, mm-hmm. "Oh my gosh." In your Shine Theory video, you talked about trying to compliment other women on the street slash in day-to-day life in a genuine way, and then you tangented, amazing word, word. you tangented briefly into considering if that's that's even an acceptable thing to do, like to impose yourself on her day slash space like that. So um, I guess like a little bit of context. So Jam has always had this policy, and it like has just... kind of evolved and like I've picked it up as well where it's just like obviously women are catcalled on the daily and it's like a a way to make women recognize that like they're not just being kind of like lusted after or just like shouted at because they don't really belong to public space in the way that men kind of claim ownership of public space well I mean I I think it like goes even like if you want to break it down even further than that, it's like men own public space because men are inherently individual and they own themselves. Like yes. they have, like they have autonomy they in have ways autonomy. that women don't. Yeah. And women are property of men that has been historically. So when women okay. are in, so quote, women in public, public spaces space. are, you're in a man's space. Yeah. So you inherently don't have privacy in public space. Therefore, men are allowed to call out to you, interrupt your day, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And so what I had mentioned... For whatever reason, like whether they're trying to pick you up or whether they're just trying to talk about your outfit or but it's, like... It's a violent reminder that you are property in public space and you don't have autonomy to be left alone, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what I had mentioned was um, that I, with Shine Theory, I like to go out of my way to tell women like, Hey, you look really great today. Not for anything to come back to me, but just because I think that women inherently should uh, be made to feel valued. Mm -hmm. Um, If they don't necessarily feel it in their own ways or whatever, I just feel like it's something that I can do myself to unselfishly, like not selflessly, but unselfishly um, give a woman like a boost of something for their day. Especially because we also... Um, are so surrounded by women who end up like I hate using the whole like pitted women against each other thing but like we're socialized to see other women as like kind of competition so if Mm. you see someone wearing something that you like you'll say like hey where did you get that instead of hey that thing looks great on you exactly and instead of being like oh well you have that and that's great for you it it becomes this thing where it's like you're wearing this and I'd like ownership over this thing because it looks like you're feeling good in it and I ought I to just, feel that yeah. good. Yeah, so basically then what I had um, very briefly touched on, I wasn't going to go into it because that wasn't the topic of conversation, mm-hmm. but was to say that 
you know what, is that actually even something that I should be doing because I've now inserted myself into this person's day and interrupted whatever is going on with them just so that I can, I have this sense of like desire and need to have your voice heard by somebody to tell you that I think these things. And it's like, A, why are you so self-important to think that other people need to hear about you? And B, they deserve to have quiet, free space. And if they want to be interrupted, then sure. But if not, like, who am I to get into their their private and public space yeah. and disrupt that with my glass of unimportant opinion. Well, I want to say, like, I want to come back to this because I want to say something first. Um, but it's also this idea that, like, once, like, I'm sure so many women can relate to this, but it's like when you're in a space, like, just say you're on the subway or a bus and you notice that, like, you're surrounded just by men, mm-hmm. you're, like, automatically just going to be like, oh, shit, there's so many men and, like, there's no women. Or if something happens where you're... Um, then when you realize that you're surrounded by women, like there's kind of just like this little sense of relief where mm-hmm. you're like, okay, at least I'm kind of I do that among company, right? When I'm on the subway and there's some men acting up and I see a black woman. Just always like stare I, like, at them. I make eye contact. I'm like, will we protect each other? Yeah. Especially if it's an older black woman. I know. I'm like, grandma, please help me. <laughs> but um, it's interesting then to think that like, just say you're walking down the street and you see some woman looking fucking amazing. Like their makeup is good. Their hair is good. Their clothes, whatever. Also not to mention that we're coding these people as women. Do you know what I mean? Fucking gender. Like we're mm-hmm. coding these people as femme and like that has intrinsic problems and other times it doesn't. It's just, I just want to throw that out there. Cause yeah. like we're talking about like oh, I see a woman and I want her or them to feel great and I just think it needs to be said that we're attaching that narrative to people we see on the street. True. Um, Noted. Uh, (laughs) So it's it's interesting then to think that if you're walking down the street and there's another femme body around you and like it's kind of only really the two of you and you're like, hey, I'm going to let them know that I think that they look great. um, Then it's like, they were still just minding their business. They maybe felt that little token of like safety or mm-hmm. like um or we're that today no one's bugged me on the today street. Today no one's bugged me on the street. Like I can put my walls down just a little bit, whatever, yeah. and like we're still coming in being like, Hey, just wanted to let you know, doesn't really actually have any effect on how you see yourself, but I want you to know that a completely objective third party observer with absolutely no public personal interest in the matter thinks you look great. It's It's funny because it's like, on the one hand, I think 99.9% of the time, women are like, yes, I love that you said that to me. And they're like so surprised. But there is that 0.1% that I think it needs to be said that like, yes, I am infringing on your time and putting my thoughts into your bubble and thinking that that's, intrinsically necessary to be spoken out loud it's funny because like it's it's this weird like double-edged sword i guess where Mm -hmm. you're like do i let this woman go through the world um without the the solidarity and the like the excitement that is like other women like backing them up and thinking that they're great Mm because like that is an intrinsically awesome feeling yeah like oh my gosh another girl thinks that i'm fucking cool and didn't want to take anything from it. It's mm-hmm. not about like, I'm jealous that you look this great or I want to get those shoes too. It's just woman to woman recognizing that you are fucking great. Yeah. That is in and of itself such a, an awesome feeling. And 
I think most people feel like that when they hear those compliments. Mm-hmm. But at I the don't want to like negate the uh, the possibility exactly. that like those people are not feeling that or exactly. like they really just don't want to hear you talk. Well, it's not even it's not even that I think that there are people out there that think that. It's more just like you know where you just have to have like a sidebar note where you say I understand that I am doing this thing that is not necessarily beneficial to every single exactly. person it may affect. And I yeah. think that's what the this is like a a side note to my um, like an asterisk yeah. to my Shine Theory video mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, tell that girl that she looks great. And I'm glad that she smiled when you complimented her. But at the same time, we need to recognize that we're, um, we're, we're taking over someone's personal space, yeah. um, in talking to people on the street, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you know, women have to fight so hard to begin with. Women and femme people have to fight so hard to begin with, with um, like with owning their their space in public, yeah. in public spaces. So it's it's important to at least recognize that small little fault that you're doing, yeah, by addressing this person and by interrupting their day, yeah. So on the same topic, there's. Um, something that I've noticed and I'm sure a lot of other people have even talking about this I feel like a gigantic asshole because it sounds like I yeah I but feel it's, so self it's not even it's not even about self-importance Jim it's literally like the it's it's the concept that could apply to anyone it happens that a lot of the times it applies to you but yeah. it's still something that's worthwhile saying yeah so one thing that I've I've noted a lot is like if you are a person who has some semblance of like notoriety or popularity on the internet or like any any little bit of recognition beyond like your immediate friend group and family and whatever yeah people will often come up to you on the street at events whatever and want to talk to you this happens to me a lot when i'm in the states specifically Mm -hmm. um like in new york or philly and it's happened to me. It happened to me a lot when I was working at Urban Outfitters downtown, right in Dundas Square. My goodness, every <sighs> single tourist was like, jam. I was like, hey. Um, and so, like, I had a couple times where people would come and talk to me while I'm working and then just stand there yeah. and try to hang out with me yeah. while I'm working. And it's this uncomfortable situation where I ha- I want to say, I need you to leave. Like, I'm happy to say hi to you, but, yeah. like, I'm still at work and mm-hmm. this is kind of inappropriate. But to them, they're like, I'm meeting this person that I think is cool and interesting and important and I want to, like, just be around them. And it's, yeah. it's an uncomfortable situation because a lot of times these people, they know a lot of things about you, but to you, that's a stranger. Mm-hmm. So I don't know anything about you. You come up to me and you're like, Jam, how was your like driver's license test yesterday? How'd it go? And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> and it's this uncomfortable situation where I really want my private space in a public setting yeah. as a public person. This yeah. is all in quotations. But to them, I'm a public, again, figure or whatever. And they feel like they have some sense of ownership over me. It, or the, like the word would be like space. entitlement, but it, that seems kind it of has harsh. It a negative connotation It's just, it. that's the only like actual accurate vocabulary term that I can think of. But the, the, the thing that gets tricky is just like trying to see 
or trying to trying to navigate how you can feel comfortable doing like private things in public settings, how you can navigate what where your line is, mm-hmm. like what you're what you're comfortable with sharing, um, and even then within that context, then it's still like how do you then move through the world as someone that people know but you don't know them and like yeah. it's obviously like it's very like it feels so nice when someone's like oh my gosh I follow you on Tumblr I'm like that's so freaking cool like yeah. thank you but then it's still like I like this happened to me one time when I was on a date I was getting on a streetcar and someone was like oh my gosh are you like jazz from Tumblr and I was like yeah and they're like so cool what are you doing here I was like I'm on a date like gotta go (laughs) sorry and like it it's weird because I I, you're right this does really feel weird it's just like you want to be like hi thank you so much for caring about who the fuck I am but then you're still like okay I'm still in a and you're also a stranger and you're also a stranger it's like those things were put out there because like you yourself have determined that you're comfortable putting those things out there but then it's almost like once they come back to you, you're like, the well, problem is, fuck. Is like as millennials, we literally grew up in this like world where the internet is real life. Like to Gen Xers and baby boomers, the internet is a fake world. To yeah. us, we're like, that's one hundred percent real. Like, filled listen, with real we people, had real MSN spaces. Like yeah, those were exactly. like the pre MySpace, and then we had MySpace. Like, <laughs> hello. But what I'm talking about is so. For me, if I post X, Y, Z things on the internet, I'm thinking there are however thousands of people reading those things as individuals and consuming them as me as an individual. Mm -hmm. And so then I go out into the world and I'm like, okay, so this stranger might know things about me, but like we recognize that we're not actually friends in real life Mm -hmm. because I don't know you, you just know me. It's like watching someone on TV. Exactly. But then again, at the same time, because we've made the internet so real in quotations and everybody's um, so like kind of accessible exactly everybody's really accessible so these people that you've put on this pedestal you Mm. see as like this person that you know everything about and they're like your friend but you forget that they don't know you yeah and so you're like well you've put all this information out there you obviously wanted me to consume it and now that you're in front of me I can now approach you. you. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Now you are visible for consumption and I can approach you and you are accessible and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, is that we're forgetting that people that you know on the internet do have rights to private space in public space. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because you've offered things onto the vast internet doesn't mean that you have now opened yourself into being... um, like a question available. answer thing. Yeah, well, available for consumption no matter what. Yeah. I've, I've like, obviously a lot of people on the internet have noticed that with um, people asking, like, mental health questions and stuff. Yep. Where it's like, you have had depression, therefore I can come to you about, like, the most traumatic things. Literally, like, hi, I'm about day. to kill myself and I'd like to be talked off the ledge, so I'm hoping that you're free. It's like... yeah what the fuck and you say it like three days too late or whatever it's like and I just feel like there's this weird invisible barrier no barrier where people are seeing other people as them their real selves based on what they're putting on the internet but then not recognizing that there is that invisible no barrier because you're not mutually consuming each other like it's different when 
you make a friend on the internet and I'm consuming your stuff and you know that I'm consuming it and you're consuming my stuff. Therefore, we've built some sort of camaraderie so yeah. that if we see each other in public, we both know each other without having directly shared with each other. Mm-hmm. However, with bigger platforms or bigger people, you forget that the person hasn't knowingly directly shared with you yeah. and people then get into your private space thinking mm-hmm. that you are inherently public space. Yeah. Um, and that like kind of links in with the talking to women on the street and then, you know, giving people some like peace while they're moving through the yeah. world. It's also, it's also interesting too when like you'll kind of be like, you know what? I have been very closed off about certain topics because I am inherently afraid of vulnerability and blah, blah, blah. So like you're very, like you don't share much other than like the happiest moments on like Instagram or Tumblr, for example. And then like, you'll be like, you know what? I shouldn't be embarrassed about this. I'm just going to be vulnerable for like half a second and say one thing. And then you'll just get comments that people are like, are you fucking serious? Like that happened to you? Like yesterday, the thing where someone's like, abuse like you had an abusive parent it's like okay first of all don't point that out like that's already kind of the content like it's it's already the bulk of what you put out there and then for someone to point that out and be like well I think that you now need to talk about this more in depth right now because I'm confused and I don't know the whole story it's it's like if you shared one thing you should share you should share it all and it's like that's not like for me more recently it's been really therapeutic to like very infrequently I'll just be like I am majorly struggling I'm posting on Instagram twice a month because I don't like looking back at posts that make me sad like whatever and then like I posted something the other day about essentially saying that like I have been suicidal for like the last few years and like it made me so scared but it was also very cathartic because it was like this is something that maybe like four or five people know and now I'm like well fuck it because like I can't keep pretending like that's not a huge part of the way I move through the world it's like a PSA it it is yeah it's just like this very quick sidebar like by the way um you may have you may be taking me in in like a certain context but I'd just like you to know that that's actually not the case Mm -hmm. and if you say really like offhand comments like just know that like they may hurt me or yeah. whatever um and so that is something that i well that's like the other side of it too right so yeah one side where you post your you every once in a while post your vulnerable moments mm-hmm. and we were like wait what the fuck this is what this isn't the content i signed up for exactly but then there's the flip side where you post something and someone goes oh my gosh, thank you for talking about this. Nobody else is talking about it or the people that I look up to or, you know, find interesting or find value in, they're not talking about this and now Mm. you've made me feel um, more... Connected to something. Well, connected and also, like, there's less wrong with you if the people that you admire also have these problems. Yes. So it's like, that's what I'm saying, like, it's, it's a weird... Well, that's, like, why celebrity, like, fetishes are even a thing is because people are like celebrities buy their groceries like right. i buy my groceries because you see them in like this certain way as like these untouchable perfect people and then like to humanize them is like a very it's a very human thing to want to see that people that you admire 
are also still just people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I might blaspheme here, so like, please wow, Jess, slap me if are I you do. Sure, you want to say this? It's literally like a Jesus concept Whoa. where people. No, and hear me out. Okay. It's where people need to see themselves in something great. So like, there was God, and then people are like, okay, Son but. Son of man, blah blah blah. No, 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 and literally like in the Bible, it. Like it's the like point God, is, is he's a the, man. the whole point is that he's the everyman. He's just a person who yep. like lives and struggles and has relationships and whatever. And like this person can still have this very direct tie to God. So like, what makes you think that you're just Aha, like irrelevant? Not blasphemous. Not blasphemous. It's you did actually a good job with that one. that's just a you know just um, a biblical concept. Yep. Uh, anyway, it's just an interpretation of the gospel. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the gospel truth. <laughs> Okay, but now do you know what I mean? Yes, I It's understand. just, it's an in, intrinsically human th- desire. To humanize the people to that To humanize the thing. Idolize. Exactly. And so, it and obviously idolization can come in like any shape or form. So it's like, you don't want to see people that you look up to like break down, but knowing that like they have means that like you have something in common with them and like mm-hmm. that makes you feel important. Yeah. It's a weird, weird world surrounding... Um, online platforms mm-hmm. and popular people on those platforms where you're humanized and idolized and um, being knocked down a peg for not living up to expectations that you didn't know existed mm-hmm. and that you didn't realize you were on a pedestal for someone. Yeah. So it's almost like, I feel like this then brings us back to the beginning where it's like we need to recognize not that we can't just insert ourselves into people's people's narratives yeah and their narratives where it's like just because you see someone and they're doing that great thing doesn't mean that you need to now insert yourself into it and be like be like hi i'm actually a part of this too it's like that may be true i'm alone yeah that may be true but it doesn't always need to be said (laughs) i wanted to say this before i totally forgot but like millennials too use the internet as a diary yeah and so a lot of people misinterpret those which makes no sense we're all millennials consuming each other's content and yet for the people that we find attractive or cool they need to like be quieter about their diary use yeah. you know what i mean where it's like well if you didn't or then want you have me to, to have a private one that has like yeah. a password or it's whatever. like well if you didn't want me to consume it why'd you put it out there it's like why did i get less of a like that private or not privacy why am i not allowed to use public space in the way that i want to because you've interpreted it a certain way as consumable content yeah i should be able to talk about the things that ail me and not have 17 different people come and tell me the things that i should be doing about it yeah so it reminds me of this thing from veronica mars movie (laughs) where veronica is at that club and she's with the girl who is not attractive and fucking weird yeah. and annoying and veronica's just standing there and it shows like several different creepy guys come and hit on her in gross ways and she's yeah. like oh my gosh leave me alone yeah so she goes to the girl who's not cute and she says oh my gosh i need a break and the not cute girl goes oh my god like so many guys are hitting on you shut up about it yeah like, are too many guys hitting on you you're so annoying like you know what i mean so yeah. she's saying like shut up, recognize your privilege, don't complain to me about being so pretty. And I'm like, this is what I mean when I'm talking about, like, all of this, really, where it's like, they have the right to complain, and they also have the right to feel like, I I don't... I know what you mean, like... You I, have the right to be upset about someone infringing on your public space, while other people also get to have 
the right to feel disappointed that that nobody's even trying yeah to come into their space exactly yeah so like those girls those girls who benefit from privilege like say a light skin slim thick girl with like three b hair walking down the street 900 of these colorist bum ass niggas are gonna come to her and be yeah. like girl where are you going and then you have like a dark skin chubby girl who what no one's talking to her blah 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 and so like to the light skinned girl, she would probably maybe she gets upset if you, as another woman, walk up to her and say, "You look great." She'd be like, "This is my pride. Like, I'm just because I'm in public space does not mean that I am for public consumption." Yeah. Because that's something that she deals with all the time. But then, maybe the dark skinned girl wants to hear, "Yes, I look great today, and you think so? Thanks for telling me." You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, where do you decide it's appropriate to? It's a very, it's a tricky line. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if it is a line, but it's something that I think everybody needs to consider. At, at least. least have the, that awareness like, as it relates like the back of your to mind. the shine theory talking to girls and as it relates to people on the internet that you yes. idolize. Such a like easily overlooked um, little principle is that like we shouldn't have to be reminded that people are just people. Yeah. Like it's so, it's so common for us to just be like oh well this is a person whatever I get that but like they're not actually real like yeah. the things that they're saying are not actually real like that's not actually what their real life is whatever me, so and then you wait to find out that like their mother was just murdered last week and you're like oh fuck like my yeah. mom like I have a mom she could have died whatever it's like we shouldn't have to wait for big things to realize we like to humanize to people right it's just like they're a, they're a person yeah like it's like finding out someone's name that's not native to like England doesn't have a meaning. It's like it's just a name. Yeah. Like you shouldn't have to have this hidden reason why these things are happening in order for you to respect that it's still a thing. No, the point is is that you, you it doesn't need qualifications for it to be valid. Exactly. That's like a subtopic of the entire thesis of the conversation is just be considerate. Um recognize the differences between uh public space and individuals in public space yeah um beware of like boundaries not everybody wants to hear your opinion at all times and um you know stop idolizing people in ways that is making you forget that they're human and individuals uh deserving respect and privacy yeah i think is the general gist of it all right, so that was a time. That was a time. We are not the most elegant. Eloquent? We are not the most eloquent bitches in the world. So any topics that we discuss in this podcast are not going to be like. They're like from a very narrow worldview. Like, yeah. Like and we try, but like. We're not. Uh, we're not like professional speakers Mm-mm. we're not reading off like what we wrote down over the past week we're, we're literally, literally just, just looking at each other sitting on sitting couch. on the couch <laughs> looking at each other shooting the shit so i mean if you're listening and you're like okay you guys got completely off topic like, yeah it's very it's, possible it's absolutely it's gonna happen every time but if you were into it let us like know. uh comment and subscribe <laughs> quick cue our podcast ableist Inherently, yeah. Yeah, right? podcasts are inherently ableist. Um, I actually was just reading a thing about how ableist podcasts are because um, like podcast culture became so big yeah. and 
this entire group of people just does not have access is to entirely that alienated from that content yeah like that entire platform yeah Man, okay. Um, well, I mean, it could be like just say like you post some like you post your podcast on Tumblr and then you add like a transcript. Anyway, we're so gonna we're work gonna, on accessibility. We're gonna transcribe. Uh. Also, just continue to send us things that um, you want to hear us talk about. Yeah, or... we're always um, checking like our DMs, so like DM us or whatever. Yeah, if you want to hear about books that we like, um, things that we like to do. On our spare time, our favorite shows, some philosophical content. How weird it is that if I you have pets, that animals just wander around your home and depend on you for everything. But yeah, no, um, this just, is always going to be rough. Um, but yeah, hit us up if you liked it. Don't tell us if you didn't, because I don't want to hear that. <laughs> respect, my, respect my public private space. I don't want to hear your glass of unimportant opinion. This has been a public private space announcement. Um, it's been real, and it's been fun. It's and, been real fun. But I have got to go.